Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Inside Access pushes the legal limit. High Rollers with Jason and Ken. 105.7 The Fan. Time to try to make you some money. Let's go out to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline. On the line is the host of the BetQL Daily Boost and BetQL writer Lucy Burge. Lucy's brought to us by BetQL. Get access to data and insights that sportsbooks don't want you to see. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. And, Lucy, thank you as always for joining us. We'll get to your picks in a minute, but we know you're our, our Odyssey Sports Gambling Insider, but you're also – our personal witch insider, and the Ravens yes. take on the Buccaneers tonight, and that's Tom Brady. And where are we on Brady, Giselle, on witchcraft? How are you feeling about this game this evening? Yes. So uh, thank you, as always, for having me. It's always a pleasure. So uh, I am a mix of very concerned and very hopeful for Tom Brady tonight because this, I would argue, the biggest game of his career because he needs to overcome witchcraft here and he needs it more than ever. I have spent the entire week with my Tom Brady prayer candle lit trying to counteract any spells Giselle has put on him. I have been burning sage. I've been doing everything I can to help Tom Brady here. The latest reports are that Giselle gave him an ultimatum to to stay Uh-oh. playing football or she will leave or it's it's her football basically. And the fact that he's playing tonight and is now playing football, I would assume means that she is is gone and <laughs> Giselle is no more um in his life. So he needs this win more than ever. Looking at his Instagram, his, usually he posts something ahead of the game or something like that. His last post on Instagram was, see you in Carolina. We need to turn this around and beat the Panthers. So I think he's going through it. He is going through it, but hopefully this means he has spent so much time looking at film and he is doing nothing but preparing for this game because he needs this win to justify the fact that he picked football over (laughs) the biggest supermodel in the world. Yeah, and family. So we we can tell from your Twitter feed that you, you have been in the Halloween spirit for yes. quite some time. Um, yes. This is a holiday you definitely seem to embrace. You told us recently that you were studying to become a witch, you know, to yes. counteract Giselle's spells. And then I also, I guess, saw you, you were maybe thinking about going as uh, Kathy Ireland uh, as well. Have you settled on a Halloween? Like, do, what are your Halloween plans? Have you settled on an outfit? And, and how is the witchcraft going? Yes. So Halloween is my favorite holiday, and I I get very excited for this holiday, the candy, the decorations, the spirit of it. My dream is to live in a haunted house. Hopefully one day that will be fulfilled. It's quite a dream. Um, It is my number one dream. 
Um, but then I always come down to what am I going to be? And I kept, ideally that would be great. But now that I'm 30, I kind of think a Halloween outfit is more my style. So there might be a Halloween outfit posted, costume maybe not so much, but it you can kind of, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see about a Halloween outfit. No <laughs> definite plans. Yet, okay. um, it's something in the, the spirit of uh, the color black, I guess. Um, but I, I love Halloween night. A couple friends and I sometimes walk around the back bay in Boston, where I am, and the decorations are out of this world. It is the Halloween catalogs come to life. The most extreme Halloween decorations you can imagine. It's hands down my favorite holiday. But the witchcraft is coming along. So that's what okay. I, I'm Very focusing nice. on, the, the incantations and spells to try to get this win for Tom Brady tonight more than anything. It's like Kelly Preston well, and Spellbinder. Yes, Deep cut. or Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I was obsessed with. Oh, see, that's, that's, that's up that's, my... Yeah, there that's we a little go. more PG. That's, yeah, that... Well, Lucy, two-parter here. I hate to put you on the spot, but we, we did a six-pack yesterday of our six best Halloween candy. So, A, what's your oh. favorite Halloween candy? I have no creativity in my body, and I still haven't decided what I'm going to be for Halloween. So a, a low-maintenance Halloween costume idea as well. Yes. Okay. So low-maintenance. Oh, you know what I always wanted to do for a Halloween costume was it was a um, person who asked a question at one of the presidential debates years ago, Ken Bone. Oh, I and, love Ken know, Bone. <laughs> yes, Ken Bone. Red sweater, it's simple khakis red sweater. Yes, and must, I, love that. I wanted to be Ken Bone all, and bring that back. So if someone could bring T-bone. back T-bone. Ken Bone, I, yes, please, Tim, Lucy, bring back I love Ken that. Bone. I love, I, I am going to be, I promise you, I will, I will send a picture of Ken Bone. I, I am going to be that Saturday. Thank you, oh. thank you, and eat some hot dogs while you do it. As that is De- definitely, <laughs> of course, <laughs> Halloween hot dogs. Well, favorite favorite candy though, real quick before you pick. Okay, favorite candy. I have to say, my favorite candy is Heath Bar, which everyone Whoa. that I say this to is like, "Oh, you're so you're this for old people." It is not for old people. It is delicious. It is toffee and chocolate, and it's perfect. But my second favorite, maybe even tied, because this is what I think of too when I think of the World Series and when I think of fall, Reese's cups. And that's just oh, like nice. a piece yeah. of, of Reese's Cups and Joe Buck's voice and the World Series and, and fall. Just all comes together. So Heath Bar, Reese's Cups tied for, I would think, first place. When you eat the Heath Bar, do you think of yourself as suddenly British? And do you ever then speak in a British accent? Yes. Yeah, I just think I, of like a Heath Bar is very British. Yes, this year I started eating a Heath Bar and it's like I miss Queen Elizabeth, RIP the Queen. It's just <laughs> oh, so yeah, sad you were all now. over that. Cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're talking to Lucy Burgess inside access here on the fan. Let's get to your picks and let's start tonight. Tom Brady over under one and a half passing touchdowns and over under 281 and a half passing yards. Yes, I am going over for both of these things because even no matter what the what his team does around him, Brady is going to do everything he can to win this game. So I think his numbers will be great across. Because you look at the the Buccaneers' losses, his numbers are still pretty good. So no Mm -hmm. matter what the defense does, no matter what what anyone does around him, Brady, I think, is going to be spot on because he's compartmentalizing everything else in his life. And even though we still worry about him, but um, I think he will go over on passing touchdowns, over one and a half, and over 281 and a half passing yards. 
Lucy, your Patriots are taking on the mm-hmm. Jets on Sunday. The Pats are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Who's your pick there? So I I have to go with the Jets plus two-and-a-half because I do not wow. trust the Patriots. And I, I the Jets are surprising this season. So I am going with the Jets here. I'm a little mad at the Patriots because, first of all, Belichick, Belichick suddenly can't say the F-word starter. He can't say Mac Jones is our starter. Saying, oh, I guess how we'll see how today goes. I guess you know Mac Jones will play. Mac Jones is ready to go. Just say he's the starter. Just say it. It seems like a mess in Foxborough right now. So I am picking a side in this game, and I am going with the Jets because that is it seems more solid to me. And I don't trust the Patriots right now. World Series starts tomorrow night. You are a hardcore baseball fan like mm-hmm. us. I am sure you're a little sad that we are running out of inventory here. Are you? Uh, making any wagers on this series yes i have felt lost without baseball the past few days i really like the astros to win the world series still i wish i could root for the phillies because i do like them but i did pick the astros to win the world series i think they will do it and i like them to sweep because they have not lost a game in this postseason yet so if they yeah, just continue that through the world series like the red sox did uh six 16 years ago today, I believe. Uh, uh, 2004 would be 18 years ago today. Um, yeah, so I, I want them to to sweep, but more importantly, to win the World Series. The great Lucy Birds. Lucy, have yourself a happy Halloween. Yes. We look forward Enjoy the to witchcraft. Seeing, seeing your choice and your witchcraft, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Happy Halloween. I cannot wait to see the Ken Bone costume, Tim. <laughs> I, it's fun. I was looking up right now. As there is for every Halloween costume, apparently there's a sexy Ken Bone well, costume. Well, that would definitely which, be oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I could oh, rock okay. it. Uh, thanks, Lucy. That <laughs> was the host Thank of. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was the host of BetQL Daily Boost. And BetQL writer Lucy Birds. The Birds, be sure to listen to the BetQL <laughs> Daily Boost podcast for more of the Birds' analysis. Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast. Purple Rain in the NBA. forecast next. And we're going to tell you what this run game is going to look like tonight. Four days between games. Gus Edwards coming off the major injury. What's this run game look like? We'll tell you next here on The Fan. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman on The Fan. 105.7 The Fan. Severe weather alert. Torrential rainfall expected. Inside access to the castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Brought to you by LifeMed Institute. When we get sick, it sucks. Get the fuel you need at LifeMed Institute with vitamin booster shots. Call 410-575-1200 or go to LifeMedInstitute.com and boost your defense. We have Bobby DePaul's film study preview coming up at 4.30, but let's take a look at this running game tonight. And obviously no J.K. Dobbins. Gus Edwards just came back from the the knee injury, played his first game this past week, had 16 carries, two touchdowns. Kenyon Drake did not do much of anything. Justice Hill looked good, but then he fumbled. The divisional labor for tonight, personally, I feel like it's got to be Justice Hill driving it because Gus Edwards playing two games in four days, I just can't see him being the leader. Yeah, I mean, I think we've all embraced that – sort of template right that more justice hill drake and gus probably on a pitch count although i say all that and we can size it up the same way but none of us thought that gus edwards was carrying 16 times on sunday Mm. now was that 
I don't want to say a more important game, but maybe uh, a game that could have greater playoff consequences and, and tiebreaker consequences. And so they went all out on Sunday and, and, and maybe a little less Justice Hill on that in that game, expecting him to have to carry a bigger load three days later. Harb's talked, T-Bone, about looking at these two as a cluster and factoring in workload and preparation and practice time uh, to meet the challenge of playing twice in short order. So I suspect we get a lot of Justice Hill. If he fumbles early in the game, though, does that go out the window? There's obviously other variables. And could it end up being a big – as much as we don't like Kenyon Drake – they seem to like Kenyon Drake at the castle, so maybe it does end up being a whole lot of Kenyon Drake tonight. It's possible, and we know John Harbaugh is not a fan of fumblers, and they, that's a very quick way into his doghouse, but I think they trust Justice Hill, and they trust him in pass blocking, mm-hmm. which we talked about. He made that great seal block on the fourth and one pitch play to Lamar Jackson. I just think Justice Hill has earned more touches. And he didn't play in the Giants game. That was when Kenyon Drake had that 100-yard performance. He got 10 touches against the Bengals on Sunday night football. I want to see him have double-digit touches tonight. I think there's going to be some correction with Gus Edwards playing his second game back in a year and a half probably around 10 carries or so I could see. And I think it's also worth noting, because um, we haven't mentioned it yet, we haven't seen any roster moves. So yeah, I, would I, don't assume, no, I don't think Tyus Bowser is playing. I would assume Tyus Bowser, Deshaun Jackson, they are not factored into t- tonight's game. Yeah, they were that those had to be announced by 4 o'clock. Yeah. I've seen nothing. So unless those things just went under the wire and nobody noticed nah. it, uh, if we see anything, we will let you know. But you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, I just feel like... They, this is more about what they have to do because of Gus Edwards' re- injury situation. You can't play a guy twice in four days after he hadn't played in 600 days. Like, it just, it doesn't, it seems like a little bit of malpractice. Well, especially when you carry so or much. Or let him lead. Well, and you're, it's not like you're short at this position by any stretch of the imagination. You know, you, you, you've got Davis who's just hanging around here. You've got Beatty on the practice squad if you need him. So it's, yeah. it's not as if this is a situation where they find themselves in roster distress and you're just, you know, epically short at that position and therefore guys have to do more than you want. They have a multitude of different ways they could go about handling this. And they have a quarterback who's going to take off and run. And there's going to be some scripted runs for him. And, you know, whether that number is seven, eight, nine, ten carries, whatever, maybe more. That's a part of the equation, too. So I would agree. I mean, of all the things we don't know about this sort of Rubik's Cube or, or how, how it comes together, the one thing that would surprise me more than anything else would be Gus Edwards having anything close to the timeshare he had on Sunday. Absolutely. That would – like, if you're going to – you could sell me on a bunch of different scenarios for Drake. You could sell me on a bunch of different scenarios for Hill. You could sell me on something regarding Davis or somebody – whatever – more carries for Ricard. But you could sell me a bunch of different stuff. Um, but, like, you, I don't, you selling me that Gus is going to tote the rock 16 times, I just don't think that's in the car. And that already really surprised me on Sunday. So doing it twice in a four-day stretch is – I just don't see it at all. And I, it also wouldn't surprise me if the Ravens maybe come out and they pass yeah. early and often given the depleted Bucks secondary. I can guarantee you this. Lamar Jackson's had more than 16 pass attempts tonight. 
Coming up next, we have talked about this game all week, but what does the film say? Ultimate football guy, Bobby DePaul, he's going to tell you what he thinks of this game. He joins us next here on The Fan. Inside Access with Jason and Ken. Jason and Tim sit in the bleachers. Ken sits in his brother's seats behind home plate. Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan. That's the way we all became the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. It is happy hour on a special Thursday because the Ravens play tonight against the Buccaneers. Time for happy hour with Bobby DePaul, courtesy of the Bobby DePaul Charities and those who support him. And Bobby D, uh, explain the song. The 45-year-old and seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady looks to be at the crossroads of his career. Tom Brady has never had a losing season after week five until a surprising loss last week against the Carolina Panthers team in turmoil. Does Tom Brady still possess the leadership to take this talented group of Buccaneers players and and then turn them into a Brady bunch of winners again? Or... Will this divorce saga continue at the hands of the Baltimore Ravens? Let's talk nice. some Ravens football. All right, Bobby D. So how much of Tampa's passing game woes are on Brady and how much of it are on the bunch? And by the bunch, I mean offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich and the offensive line. I think it's a combination of everything. And sometimes statistics just don't tell the whole story. Let's start with the offensive line. In the offseason, the Bucks were able to re-sign starting center Ryan Jensen, but now he's on IR. He was replaced by 2021 third-round pick Robert Hainsey. Guess what he struggles with? Shotgun snaps. Robert has a tendency to snap the ball low when Brady aligns in the shotgun alignment, and everybody in Baltimore knows what poor snaps can do to a quarterback. Mm-hmm. The quarterback, in this case, a 45-year-old man who has to bend over to scoop the ball, and then he loses his vision of his targets down the field. Not good. Starting 2021, left guard Ali Market decided to retire in the offseason from football, and then his replacement, Aaron Stinney, got injured, and he is now on IR. Starting left guard until tonight has been rookie 2022 second-round pick Luke Goedecki from Central Michigan. Luke has been awful, not only in the run game, but also in pass protection. The good news for the Bucks, whether it was a coincidence or injury, starting left guard Luke Goedecki is listed as out tonight. His replacement is Nick Labarette, who the Bucks, you know, actually started to rotate with Luke last week. Nick's been around a while since 2020 on the roster, so maybe the game isn't that big for him and he will do a better job. Nothing negative stood out on last week's tape when he played. Starting uh, right guard Alex Keppa was lost to the Bengals in free agency. agency, He was replaced by Shaq Mason via the trade from New England. Shaq Mason has done a pretty decent job, so no impact of the Keppa loss. Mm -hmm. Here's the bottom line with the problems of the passing game. What have you guys heard me talk about for a couple of years now? The ability of the defense to pressure inside so the quarterback can't step up in the pocket. This is a perfect example what happens when a quarterback can't step up in the pocket. Tom Brady is not mobile, so he has to have a clean pocket to step up into. 
Brady has athletic limitations, so that eliminates the ability to move the pocket or launch points because you just don't ask Tom Brady to run naked bootlegs to pass the ball. Brady is a statue. Tom Brady has a 67 completion percentage with an overall quarterback rating of 92.8, ranking him ninth in the National Football League, according to NFL.com. Tom Brady also ranks number one in the National Football League in protecting the ball. Tom has only thrown one interception this year. In addition, Tom Brady gets rid of the ball fast, so he doesn't take negative plays with sacks. The Bucks have only given up 10 sacks this year and ranked second in the National Football League in sacks for pass attempts. Bobby D., the, the uh, Bucks are the worst running team in the NFL. Any reason to believe they get it going on the ground tonight? If you recall back in week five, the Ravens played the Cincinnati Bengals, and coming into that game, the Bengals were ranked 31st in the National Football League running the football. What happened in that game? Running back Joe Mixon ran the ball for 14 times for 78 yards and averaged 5.6 yards per carry. I bring this up because the Bengals ran the ball out of 11 personnel. That's one running back, Mm -hmm. one tight end, three receivers. I'm worried about how the Ravens are holding up handling 11 personnel. Sunday in the fourth quarter, the Browns gained 154 total yards against the Ravens, raking third most in the NFL in yards given up. The Browns were in 11 personnel the whole fourth quarter. The average yards per play the Ravens gave up in the fourth quarter against the Browns was 9.6 yards per play, the most given up last Sunday, raking 32nd in the NFL. If the Bucks just watched the Ravens' defensive tape of the Browns' fourth quarter, and they watched the second half of the Bengals game, they should have a pretty good idea of how to run the football against the Ravens. The Ravens' defense versus 11 personnel ranks 20th against the run, giving up 5.09 yards per carry, and the Ravens rank 20th in the NFL in average yards per play, giving up 6.53 yards per attempt. When the Ravens line up in nickel personnel tonight, they will be without defensive tackle Calais Campbell due to an illness. Mm -hmm. That's a big loss, especially with the interior rotation in his leadership on the field. In addition, nickel cornerback number 22, Pepe Williams, has struggled to take on and defeat Fox at the point of attack. He gets pushed around. The problem Pepe Williams has tonight is he's facing one of the best blocking receivers in the National Football League, number 14, Chris Godwin. No different than the Bengals blocking receiver, Tyler Boyd. The Ravens face another two-headed monster tonight at running back with number seven, Leonard Fournette, and rookie third-round pick number 29, Rashad White. Leonard Fournette is more of an inside power downhill runner, while Rashad White is more shifty and has a burst out in space. When Leonard Fournette runs the ball, they like to feature him with a lead blocking fullback. But tonight, the Ray, you know, the Bucks will be without a rookie tight end slash fullback, number 41, Co-Kep. So that pretty much eliminates a lead blocking attack. In addition, the Bucks are already without tight end Cameron Bray, so they are thin at tight end for tonight. Less could mean more 11 personnel tonight due to the injury. So hopefully mm. the Ravens will be prepared tonight, guys. Well, Bobby, we all think the Ravens will have their hands full with Godwin you were just talking about and Evans, but are there any other potential playmakers for them to keep an eye on? Even with the loss of receiver number 17, Russell Gage, for tonight, the Buccaneers are loaded with records, guys. Veteran receiver Julio Jones might be available with a game-time decision, and they also have former Ravens first-round pick Rashad Perriman on the roster. 
There are a couple yeah. of options on the roster to replace Gage, and that's slot receiver, punt returner, number one, Jalen Darden. But the guy I like is this kid number 10 receiver, Scotty Miller. Every once in a while, the Buccaneers have slipped him onto the field, and he can run. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's not a big guy, but he was clocked at, at a 4 2 nine, 40 time when he came out of college, and it shows up on tape. The kid has shown me great hands, and he can get deep real fast if you're not paying attention. Another guy that has caught my eye is fourth-round pick, rookie tight end, number 88, K. Otten. Kate Otten has good size and speed with excellent hands and very good after the catch, you know, running the ball after the catch. There is nothing this kid can't do. Kate Otten is what everybody was hoping Ravens tight end, Isaiah Likely, was supposed to be. Bobby D, we know you go way back with Todd Bowles all the way to your time with the Redskins. He's really short a corner tonight. How do you think he'll respond? Yes, Todd Bowles and I go way back, about 33 years when Todd played safety for us at Washington. Let me just say this about Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles was our free safety. He lined everybody up on the field, made all the checks and adjustments. He was a true field general. It doesn't surprise me with all the success he's having as an NFL coach because the guy was literally the smartest guy in the locker room when he played. Todd is not only a Super Bowl champion as a player, but he's also a Super Bowl champion as a coach. And you don't, you know, you won't find many of those guys running around in the yeah. NFL. That's very unique. Todd and I were both trained on how to play defense in the National Football League by the same two guys at Washington, Richie Pettibone and Hall of Famer Emmett Thomas. We both owe our careers and knowledge of the game to both those guys and mentors. The bad news for Todd is he can replace the cornerbacks with the next man up mindset, but he won't be able to replace his safety and starting nickel cornerback Antoine Winfield Jr. Antoine Winfield Jr. is one of the best nickel guys in the National Football League, and he might just be the best. On tape, Winfield is a tackling and blitzing machine for the Buccaneers' defense. Winfield not only is the leading tackler on the defense with 34 tackles, he is also ranked second in sacks with three. That's big-time production that can't be replaced with by any individual. Winfield plays the game the way it's supposed to be played, with passion and energy, and he has a big loss. That's good news for the Ravens. We know the Bucks can generate a pass rush, Bobby. Any suggestions for Giro on how to try to slow that down? Once again, it will be critical for the Ravens' offense to have success on first and down, you know, first and second down, because Todd Bowles can get very exotic and creative with his third down blitz packages. The Buccaneers' defense is very similar to the Giants and Wink Martindale's defense with the blitz scheme. So hopefully, the players have retention so they can carry it over due to the short prep week. Success on first and second down can put the Ravens in a more manageable, non-predictive situation. By putting themselves in a non-predictive situation, the Ravens can maintain play-calling bounce with the threat of run or pass. Monday, I mentioned that running the ball might be an answer to counter the blitz instead of trying to throw into the blitz. Shorter yardage to gain on third down puts the Ravens' offense in a better position to be successful. I like, I personally like 11 personnel this week. That's one running back, one tight end, three receivers, because that will stretch the Buccaneers' ability, you know, with the you know the lack of their cornerbacks, and it will take mm-hmm. advantage of the loss of their best tackler and best blitzer, Antoine Winfield Jr. The Buccaneers are ranked 17th in the NFL, 
defending the run against 11 personnel, giving up 4.36 yards per carry. And those stats are with Antoine Winfield Jr. playing. So what do you what do you think is going to happen once you pull that animal off the field? Yeah. It's only going to get worse. Bobby D, any other keys to this matchup? Now, I hate to say it, but it's a mixed bag of news to report about the officiating crew this week, guys. Uh-oh. The crew is headed by head referee Carl Sheffers. The bad news first. For the third week in a row, this crew definitely favors the home team. The home team has won five out of six games played with this crew and has a home winning, you know, home team winning percentage of 83.3%. The home team actually has a five-game win streak going with this crew and a margin of victory of 7.6 points. Now the good news. Penalties are fairly close, with the away team only being penalized 52% of the time versus 48% of the home, you know, for the home team. So I don't expect any home cooking tonight. The only win with this crew for the away team came in week one, and that game was played on a Thursday night. Looking over oh. the teams that won the game, you know, that won their games, the original, get this, the original Andy Reid coaching family tree from his staff in Philadelphia is actually undefeated at 2-0 with this crew. In addition, both the original Andy Reid coaching family tree games were played and won in primetime games. So there is a lot of hope here. Bobby D., let the people know about the Bobby DePaul charities and those who support them. ID Technologies, Dell, and Ruckus Networks are proud to support Bobby DePaul Charities, a means to provide help to kids who struggle from unexpected hardships. Together, this team is committed to giving back while helping deliver world-class wireless networking solutions to federal agencies who need to be able to seamlessly connect over secure and reliable Wi-Fi networks. Visit www.idtech.com forward slash the fan to download our free wireless stress test report showing how the Ruckus Wi-Fi 6 Cloud Managed Access Points outperformed its competitors. Please visit the IT Tech website and look for the Walking with Anthony Foundation donation link, a foundation that helps kids to pay for rehab from devastating spinal cord injuries. Bobby DePaul, always fantastic. We will chat tomorrow. Hey, enjoy the game, and I hope you have a little happy hour for tailgate tonight, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, man. Hey, we'll come back. Ravens made a couple roster moves before tonight's game. We'll give you those, plus a big loss for an AFC North rival. Text the day, and we'll get you for ready for Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the pregame show at 5 here on The Fan. Inside Access with Jason Ken. Are you Team Bar Soap or Team Body Wash? Oh, that's a good question. I just think the bar soap cleanses you better, yes. to be honest with you. Yes. Lock and Fora, Weinman, and Barbalace. I've always liked Body Wash. 105.7 The Fan. couple things before we step out and let Baltimore game day on Center pregame takeover. Ravens elevated linebacker Devon Kennard and nose tackle Isaiah Mack from the practice squad for tonight's game. They also signed Daryl Worley, the DB, to the 53-man roster. Isaiah Mack makes sense. Calais Campbell out. Yep. But no Tyus Bowser and no Deshaun Jackson for tonight. No, I mean, the Jackson one is, like, you, you clearly need receiver help. There are people on other teams' practice squads. Um, you could sign Deshaun Jackson, but then also, 
uh-huh. do something else to get someone else in the mix who could actually help you yes. in this cluster of two games. But when you sign a 35-year-old who has been out of the league for a long time, um, it uh, clearly he's not ready to go or they don't think they need him or whatever, but it's I, a little bizarre to me like because it was obvious that they weren't satisfied with their receiver production because how the hell could you be? Because there was nothing. They had four receivers up Sunday. Four. And what have they been struggling with, especially since the Jets game? Deep balls. They hit one to Duvernay on the first drive of the game and never connected on a deep pass the rest of the way. Them not activating Deshaun Jackson at this point, it, it has to scream that he's not in shape, right? Yeah, well, not in football I, I, shape. But that, you, he doesn't need to have the full grasp of the offense. Just do what you do. Get deep. Yeah. Uh, he can't Run be in some shape. Go routes. Throw uh, a double move. On one other note, speaking of wide receivers that might be uh, not in shape, at least currently, uh, Jamar Chase, out four to six weeks, he aggravated a hip injury last week against New Orleans, continued. He went to the locker room, came back, scored another touchdown, but it's really bothering now. So four to six weeks, we've been talking all week about how the Chase and Burrow connection yes. seems to be full peak, and now he's gone for a month. Yeah, it's significant. That's a team that really looked, looked like it was starting to find its way. Um but, look, they're deep at receiver. Uh, they don't have another Jamar Chase. But with the way Joe Burrow is playing now, I think with the way the offensive line's rounding into a little more form um, and them kind of finding their identity, I, 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 and you look at their schedule, it's, 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 not, it's not exactly murderer's row. I think they'll find a way to at least tread water until he comes back, and I, I suspect they continue to win football games. Yeah, they'll definitely be fine in the short term, but it's it's a shame if you're a Bengals fan because that Saints game, the second half, when you're hitting bombs to chase, and then last week um, when you're playing the Falcons, it, it just seemed like the Bengals of 2021, and now to have this injury happen, definitely very unfortunate. Stone, let's get the text of the day. Check, one, two, check. Check, Just like our very own Ken Wyman text of the day is driven by Oarsman Chevrolet of Baltimore, Oarsman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Dundalk, home of the Oarsman Promise Lifetime Vehicle Coverage. The text line is coming in to defend Tim with this whole lemon situation we have. Really? We have several texts here defending him, not not a single one coming after him. First one here says... Been what? a bartender for 10 years. It's about a 50-50 split if people want a lemon or not. T-Bone, you're not alone. Oh, right. I always ask, no Thank lemon. You. They're the dirtiest things at restaurants. No lemon unless asked for. It, it goes on. Dirtier than the ice? <laughs> Apparently, because it says hands hey. reach in to touch them. Ew. Well, I don't know. I, I, look, I mean, I, you don't, I don't turn down a lemon. Yeah, I mean, I'm Straight not up. trying to. We'll put a poll up tomorrow. Yeah, we can definitely do a poll. Yeah, but I, I, I you don't go out of your way to turn down the eleven. That's crazy. Speaking of tomorrow, what's on tomorrow's show? Tomorrow, we got Phil Sims oh. recapping tonight's matchup: Ravens, Bucks, previewing the rest of Week Pride Eight. Pride of Moorhead State. Hey, yes, can't get enough of Bobby. Quick back to Bobby back D. Days Late night for Bobby, for Bobby D. D. It's going to be happy hour five and Cordell Woodland, Ravens beat reporter, host of Shaking Up Sports. He'll recap tonight's game. Tomorrow on Inside Access. That's it for us, but the party continues at the Green Turtle and Gambrels. It's the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show. Myself, Bob Haney, hour number one. 
Tim Barbalace, Vinny Serrato with call-ins from Mike Preston, hours number two and three. And that begins right at five here on 105.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 